Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Get in on the action. The NFL season's going. You need to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Before it gets to be too late, and where you can take advantage of these opportunities. Right now, new customers get $200 and bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's a good way to come in. That's $200 in bonus bets, not bets. Bets. Plural. You can stretch it out, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, it's a great time to get in. The app's easy to use, safe to use, fun to use. Wide range of betting options, all of them basically. Spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Those pre-made bets are cool. Uh, SGP's pre-made for you. Nice little way, like to say, to get your toe in the water. If you're a newbie, so visit FanDuel.com slash JSmith. Kick off the NFL season. Get it going. You're late. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL, end of 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online, real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem called Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. Uh, appreciate Calvin Austin yeah, yeah, okay. for uh, popping on and uh, showing some love. Great to do that. Yeah, man, he is uh, he is no doubt uh, one of my favorites for sure. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's, he's always repping. So I uh, appreciate him popping on and see him at the game tomorrow. So uh, He liked your OVO gear. He did. He, 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 we, we haven't gotten that to him yet. We got to work on that. You know what I'm saying? We got to work on uh, – maybe he's one of those pros that's just very, like, uh, you know, um, uh, what's the – frugal, right? He's, you know, first contract, you know, and maybe he's, you know, saving his cheddar. Who knows? I mean, this stuff is not cheap. You were so eager to ask him about his long touchdown against your Raiders that we didn't really get to the bottom of, but it sounds like Memphis reached out very quickly after the thing last yes, year with yes, Calvin yes, and the yes. misidentification, and that's been smoothed over, and – uh, Calvin expected to be there uh, on Friday. That's a good thing. 100%. Because that's what you do yes. for your hometown heroes. That, that's exactly right. So uh, appreciate uh, appreciate Calvin for coming through. Hey, I just saw this report, by the way, um, which I, I find interesting, and I'm curious if it makes you feel a little differently about them. Uh, but according to the New York Post, uh, Aaron Rodgers is being paid millions to go on the Pat McAfee show. The Pat McAfee show is paying him uh, more than seven figures a year uh, to come on that show every single week. And and Nick Saban as well. Nick Saban apparently comes on there every Thursday. Same thing. Um, and, uh, and, and Pat McAfee confirmed that Aaron has made over $1 million with us for sure. Uh, does it change that sort of interview for you at all, knowing that it's not just like, oh, I'm just kicking it. With, it I, for me, it does. I'm not well, going to lie to you. I, I, I would need to know, did it start that way? Okay. 
if it, or if it was one of those things that like that you start as friendship because of close or whatever else, which has sort of been passed off as. So he's got this, you know, intimate relationship as Aaron Rodgers, at least in my eyes. And and you decided as you've moved up, you know, we're gonna make this worth your while. That's a little bit different to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I, I, that that we don't know, but uh, if they've been paying him from the get go, then you know you probably I, 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 I don't know. Then then yeah, it probably is. But if this is something you work to and say, you know what, hey, we want to keep coming you on. I'm gonna make it worth your while, don't you? you? You get that after a while because again, this it is their time. You know what I'm saying on your show. So if it got to a point where he says, hey, I got this extra ten million around, you want seven million of it or whatever it is. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I don't I don't guess I fault him for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's you know it's the great debate over whether or not you pay people for their uh, you know to appear as guests, right? Like it's the great uh, because Eli Manning used to make one hundred twenty five thousand to come on to the fan for uh, fifteen to twenty minutes. You know, what did Brady make doing the uh, the one the hit he used to have New England every Monday? Yeah, the it? Boston yeah. one. Oh, that's I'm a good sure question. It was, I'm, I'm sure and, it's pretty. You know, one doing it for free. Now, like, there are some guys, right, where if you have the resources. Well, it's who it is. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, I mean, look, in the end, it's a business question, you know. It's like, is, is, uh, you know, if Aaron Rodgers gets you a million dollars worth of uh, engagement, of, you know, ad sales, whatever, you know, you do it. You spend it. But uh, does he do that? I don't don't know the answer to that. It's not something that, like, I'm like – just as a as a media whatever, it's not something that where I'm like, oh, I gotta, gotta I gotta tune in. I mean, I got I got fifty. You know, if Michael Jordan wants to do one, come on the show. I got fifty dollars. Okay, that's probably my limit. I'm I'm not gonna go, and it's got to be that kind of level. Uh, you know what I'm saying in terms of for us. So I do probably about fifty for Michael Jordan. Okay, fifty fifty dollars. Yeah, fifty dollars a week if he wants to come in here. Right, and he should know. just pay us at that point for the for the platform. You know what I mean? I mean, it's it's a privilege and an honor. I mean, who is the guy that you would just pay, you know, half your salary to? There isn't one of those, nah, right? I mean, because you need your money. Well, I mean, even if there was, like, even if there was somebody that I felt like every week if they came on, they would absolutely be hot topic, but no questions that we go viral every week. Shannon Sharp. Um, no, not half, bro. It had to be better than that. I mean, it need to be like, uh, like, like, uh, job, bro, or something like that, like. Every week. And you know, Ja, I mean, that would be appointment listening every single week. Probably so. You know, because uh, Ja don't yeah, hold back. I might, yeah, I might put that 50 on. But, uh, but, A but, young Ja. But, uh, but, you know, outside of that, I just don't know, you know. I, I think look, I, I think there is a difference, honestly, between local and, and national. You know, in the end, everybody does national shows. So the, it's a lot harder to stand out nationally than it is locally, you know. It, it's it's just a lot different. Competition pool is a lot deeper. You know, I'm saying everybody has a talk show, whether it's Fox, FS1, whatever. So I get where you're, like, trying to capture a national audience. Yeah, go get Aaron Rodgers. Go get Nick Saban. Go get, you know, whoever. How much you say Nick's getting? Nick's getting about a million as well. Woo. Yeah. They got money to burn. They clearly do. They clearly do up there. Well, I'm not. I'm sure when Aaron took this hit or whatever, I mean that 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 hurt him. But it, I'm nobody want to hear Aaron, you know, on IR week to week now. Well, that's right. I that's agree with that. As interesting as it used to be, you're not getting the bang for your buck that you were I when, he, when he was going to play a full season. Of Jets yeah, I mean, were supposed dude, to be he's, he's in contention. About, uh, vaccines. Now we back to vaccines. That's yes. what I'm, I'm not getting my money's worth anymore. I mean, come we'd on, have to rework the deal. I, I really don't need to hear you talk about vaccines with Kel- you have a you know. He's like, it's not even gonna make. This ain't a war, homie. That one ain't gonna go viral anymore. (laughs) 
Ask them about 9-11. This, that's the next week, bro. That's yep. we're going. We're going. It's going to just be Aaron Rodgers. We used to do this. We used to. We actually originated this bit with Anthony Sane. We used to have Anthony Sane in here giving us his thoughts on conspiracy theories. You know, they're just doing what we did two, three years ago with with Saint, and it's just Aaron Rodgers instead. So we've already been through this. We've already been there and done it, man. Um, now I hear you're the Zach Wilson's biggest fan now. Me. I do think he's You're I, the improved play that you've seen. Well, I tell you this, he's I making mean, some throws lately, isn't he? I, well, a he did against the Chiefs. That's the first thing. B he did put up 31 uh, and got a win. Some of y'all need. I mean, he ain't the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. The folks need to go get Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's interesting. I saw that press conference yesterday. I'm like, who? Who? Uh, I guess the AFC East would be the. Uh, What's the last the, year of his deal? He can just you know Minnesota man as well get something for him. Yeah, like uh, you know who is it? Who is it going to be? Minnesota probably is going to be sellers. I mean, why wouldn't they be? They're done. Jefferson probably not coming back. He's on IR. He's out for at least four weeks, and they ain't winning. You know, it's very unlikely that they're going to win enough to justify bringing him back. So, you know, you don't have much defense. You don't have much offense. You know, Kirk's – is Kirk in the last year of his deal? Yes, pretty okay. sure he is. Yeah, this so, is it. They can so, so trade him, get off of him, and they're, they're right. done. They well, the get qu- something the, for the, him. The question is, yeah, the Jets, the Jets, the, the Jets should do it, but they won't do it. So – uh who does it? The Jets won't do it because Zach Wilson's playing well, even though they should do it. So who is it? Who is going to trade for Kirk Cousins? Because the Pats are too far gone. Uh, you know, I know Buffalo lost last week, but that would be an overreaction to trade for Kirk Cousins just after one L. I mean, I think you have to ride it out with Josh Allen. Come on now. Um, like, I'm just trying to – like, like the uh, Titans won't because they have to pay Tannehill. Well, I mean, y'all love Desmond Ritter now. Ritter's winning though. His QBR is not good. It's not. But I they just won't went do and it. checked it. Y'all trying to tell me how much, he, how good he is on Monday? They won't do it. He's middle of the pack. Yeah. Uh. So. No. There's again. It's going to be a team that you know. You bring him in. You're going to have to give up something. Minnesota's going to make you give up something. And so it would be. You know. You're you're talking about telling yourself that you're a contender with him, or you know, damn better. So. And it could be, you know, you have to be careful here because it could be just a one-year rental. Mm-hmm. So you, you would want some, uh, you know, assurances from Kurt that you got a good chance to bring him in and that he's your future. So I don't know who feels real good about that. Because, again, what you do have is Kurt's playoff record to go with the gaudy stats and everything else is just the fact that he, he hasn't been able to get Minnesota over the hump. So who's paying an arm and a leg through a trade for him? I just There, there just seem like very few candidates. And, uh, and the Jets have already given up a lot, mm-hmm. you know, to, to assemble the team that they do have to go out and get Aaron. So I don't know that they've still got the resources uh, that the Vikings would demand for a Kirk Cousins. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I, but I, that's going to come up. Yeah. Because Jeff- their season's done. Jefferson's on the IR. Exactly. You've only got one win. If they lose to the Bears this weekend, they're really they're right there at the worst team in football, yep. along with the Carolina Panthers. So it yep. uh, looks like sellers to me in the future. You know, Kirk Cousins is such an interesting case study, man, because it's like he really has never had anywhere organizational stability, right? Like the Vikings have, are not stable, and the Washington football team is not stable. So I wonder, like, if he just got, like, if he got traded to a situation where I don't know which one it would be, but if he got traded to a situation where all they missed, all they were missing was a QB. And he went in there, and he was awesome, and he helped him, you know, get to an AFC or an FC championship. Like, how differently would we think about Kirk if he played somewhere where he had, like, a good organization and good coaching? Probably hold him up as one of the best. 
Like he 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 does again. He puts up top ten numbers. Right. He puts up probably but top five, top seven exactly. type numbers every year. We don't give him the respect because of what he does in the play, what he doesn't do in the playoffs. Exactly. So if he's you know with a stable franchise that's getting helping getting him through over the hump, you're talking about Kirk Cousins with the best because of the numbers he puts up. Yeah, I think that's like it's just interesting how we sort of perceive players. Um, you know, and and I do think Kirk is one of them. Where if he played for you know I, I don't know if he was. Uh, it, it, uh, pick one, whatever. If, I mean, if he was in Miami instead of Tua, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't. I didn't watch quarterback, but didn't I draw from you and from others who who I know watched and I read from that that developed a stronger, even stronger respect for the way Kirk goes about things. Yeah, from I mean, him on that. I know most of the talk was Mahomes, right. but the you know the what he pours into being a professional. Weren't there? You know, the takeaway from it was like you know, Kirk does it the right way. Yes, yes, so. he he definitely does. Uh. You know he's a uh, he's a ridiculous preparer, and he's you know. That's, Could Sean Payton make some out of him? Yeah, I mean if they're selling all their receivers, though, they're not going to. They're not going. They're not no, they've going. De- they've to. decided they're going. He wants a guy yeah. he can mold from the get go. Caleb Williams, Drake May. Yeah, there's only a few places. That's right? what I said. I'm trying to find situations where Kirk would work and would make sense to trade for him. I can't think of many other than the Jets. I bring up Denver because Sean Payton seems hell bent. That it ain't gonna work with Russell, but uh, I'm with you. They've already they already spent a ton to get Russ. Uh, Again, they they have a resources question as well. Atlanta, the four yeah. that people mentioned are Atlanta, New England, the Jets, and the Commanders. Again, that man ain't going back to the Washington Commanders, bro. So we got the obvious of the and the, the Jets, like suspects. like the, to me, the the Patriots are not gonna do it, right? They're just not. They're not gonna it, trade. That's just not the way they operate. Like what are they? They're they're out of the race, bro. They're not they're not winning that division. So what are you what are you trading for Kirk to do? I just think if if you're the Jets, you look at the Bills' injuries now on defense. Yep. You know, uh, Miami, uh, there. You know that defense still. I, I I still like it as as the season wears on underneath Big Fangio, but uh, they're, they're not unbeatable. If you just sit there with Zach Wilson, are you giving yourself the best chance this year with that defense, a run game that's real? Yep. You know, if you you could tell yourself, man, we go get Kirk Cousins and try to make a run at this thing. Especially again, that that Bills defense is now demoralized. Mm-hmm. I just I think they're it's going to be tough for them. Yeah, but uh, I'm just saying that the chances for the Jets have have probably improved here over the last couple of weeks. You give yourself a better chance with Kirk Cousins, but I don't know that they've got what left what Minnesota would demand to get him. Right. Exactly. I think that's the that's the. But big... again, but you got Minnesota in a, in a spot too because you're going to let him walk for nothing. That's true. I mean, that man gonna go back to the Commanders next year? Not, no chance. I don't think so. I mean, I think there are as a uh, free agent. Where would you? I'm just saying because uh, they're not. Hal hadn't just you know taken that job by the horns. I mean, Atlanta. You know, y'all love Ritter. I don't love him, but I mean, he did. He is winning, so it's like one of those. It's tough to. It's tough to. to Arthur bench can him. Arthur can do better. He can give Arthur an upgrade. I mean, what about, what, what's the deal with Tannehill? What's the deal with him? Um, is he done after this year? I thought they had it on a short term. Yeah, they can move off of him. Yeah, I think. I think it. Yeah, and we said the best thing might be to get him to a short term. So mm-hmm. to, if he was good this year, so I think he is done. Yeah, so you can get you can go to Tennessee. Oh my gosh, Kirk Cousins to the Titans. Um, that show was going to be. I know. I know. Uh, to keep the window open. Look again. Like I know they're going to see what happens. But like I don't rule out Pittsburgh if Pickett doesn't perform for the rest of the season. He's gotten better a lot of two out of the last three games. He has, he has, so we'll see. I mean, I'm just saying he's on watch. That's just a potential destination. Um, no guarantees or anything like that. But yeah, it's uh, 
it's an interesting dilemma there. You don't usually see blockbuster trades in season like that in the NFL, but that's one I should I think should be made. Oh, they're sellers. Minnesota would be sellers. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll come back. Jeff Cox is going to join us on the other side. Talk to him about all things Memphis and more. Stick around. Jason and John, are you trying to fit? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. ESPN. Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM ESPN. During the financial strain that COVID brought to so many, a lot of people out there reached out to their mortgage companies, were able to get COVID forbearance. Simply means they received a pause reduction in their mortgage payments temporarily. Now that COVID forbearance has ended, mortgage payments are going back up. And honestly, for some people out there, the increase in mortgage payments just isn't affordable or doable. If you're finding yourself in what seems to be a situation like that or one even more hopeless, there is hope. And it all starts with the conversation with our friends at the Live Love Memphis team. That's right, Jennifer Carstensen uh, can work miracles, and she's got, she's the gatekeeper uh, to a much easier way and certainly took a situation I thought I'd never be able to get out of and flip that thing. Uh, then helped me find my dream home as well. She can help you as well. 901-625-5200. It's the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto team at the Real Estate Agency. Jeff Calkins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Y'all already know what it is. <laughs> Paul Young, Paul Young, Paul Young. Jeff Coggins is a columnist over the Daily Memphian, host of the Jeff Coggins Show. Joins us every Thursday, joins us now. As a, uh, you're no longer a, a sports columnist, Jeff. Yes. So now. What's the question? Now, 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 what's, I'm sorry. What's the question? I, no, what are you saying? What, I just wanted saying? to let you marinate on that. Uh, so now that you're no longer a, a sports columnist, do you feel uh, the civic need to fill and pack the bowl tomorrow for Tulane, or does that escape you? I'm packing the bowl. I've, 
I've been to two home games so far this year, and I will go tomorrow night. Absolutely, 100%. Wouldn't miss it. And, you know, I'll still write occasional sports columns. Uh, I'll even still, this is going to be a shocker, from 9 to 11, I'll still occasionally talk about sports on my radio show. Um, so, uh, but yes, I'm going to be there packing the ball from, uh, from nine to 11. There's no question. And I really do believe it's, uh, I mean, you all have said it and it's, it's you know, almost obvious at this point that it is the biggest game of the Ryan Silverfield era. And I don't think there's much question about that. Yes, it is. Uh, it, and it, I will say they are fun. Like the, the games are a, a, a blast. I just, and I've, I've been to a couple myself. So, and every time I go, I, I have it. By the way, this, by the way, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. It's one of the things I do. My apologies. I, it's why when discussion turns to let's get rid of the football program, which occasionally you would hear that, right? When, when things are grim, when SMU is being snapped up into another conference and you're being left behind again. Um, and people say, oh, let's just get rid of football. I think it forgets the fact or ignores the fact that the games are fun. The whole scene out there is fun. The Liberty, you know, Liberty, uh, the, I mean, you know, going to the, the, the tailgate scene is fun. Tiger Lane, that's the word I'm looking for. Tiger Lane is fun. Going to the games is fun. It's more fun when they win, but um, people have fun out there. And whether it's 20,000 or hopefully tomorrow, you know, my understanding is is they're hoping that they can crack 35 tomorrow. Um, there's not a lot of high school games. There is a conflict with high school games. So there's not a lot of high school games, and people have fun out there. Uh, and, and you've how many have you gone to two this year, John? Have you yeah. gone to two? I went to uh, Navy and Boise. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. They're undefeated too. That, that, and that's here's the other thing. Yep. They win at home they invariably. Like they kick ass at home. Uh, and uh, which is kind of astounding, their home record under Ryan, given you know, given the grumbling that you've that there has persistently uh, uh, happened under Ryan. So yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I just feel like Jeff. I wonder if you do too. They win this one, and people start to get giddy again. And maybe you know, we've talked about those five years as maybe outlier years. I just wonder if you win this one, and you can tell yourself you're truly in contention, not just for an AAC title, but also a New Year's Six Bowl. It just feels how, how close are we to getting back to that? How many more wins do they have to get before it is a you know noticeable level of excitement around here about Tigers football? Yeah, I think there's no like I, I, I'm sort of done predicting whether there will be giddiness. Like I don't if if the if the bar is uh, ESPN game day coming to town and SMU playing that night, like we're not there yet, even sure. if they beat. Yeah. But but I think you're exactly right. Like when Ryan was hired he was hired with the understanding and the promise um, that he would keep the program at that level at, at fundamentally, it doesn't mean cotton bowl level, but elite in the conference competing for championships, borderline top 25, a team that you hear about people talking about, um, you know, on national TV, that kind of thing. And it has very clearly not been that since he, since he was hired, honestly, but if they beat Tulane, and I think that's why this is such a it, – it's, it's not an important game. The, distinguish, the, the, the distinction I make is the Boise game was a really important game not to lose. You know, it I was agree. like, uh, this is an important game to win. <laughs> it's, so, you're like, it, the opportunity here, because what it could do, you just then look at the schedule, they'll be favored at every game till SMU and maybe including SMU, and they will start to be talked about 
as could they be the team for the group of five that goes to the Peach Bowl? Uh, are they going to be top 25? Are they? And Ryan will be able to say, listen, it may have been uh, because of the pandemic and other reasons, the whole world of recruiting changed and everything else. It took longer than I thought. But we are, in fact, back to where I said we would be. Um, we're the, a group of five team that people are talking about. Um, we're borderline top 25. We're perhaps... You know, you can imagine now a Peach Bowl. I think probably right now you'd have to say Wyoming is the is the current favorite, but they play an undefeated Air Force team this week. So, you know, who knows? And then Air Force would have to, like, whatever. That'll play itself out. But 100%, I think you can look up. And, what, and how quickly the city then catches on. I think the city's already kind of catching on that this is a big game. I mean, yeah. I, I, it's, yeah. hard to, it's hard to measure vibe. But uh, what, to the extent that we can, I think there's a different vibe this week. And I think if they win, there will be a different vibe going forward, unquestionably. Yeah, I, I think that's right. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, again, it's symbolic in terms of, um, you know, what, uh, what this thing is, is going to be. Um, and and, and, and I, like, I don't, like, in terms of the game itself, who the hell knows? You know, like, oh, what, uh, hey, does Seth Hennigan have to throw for 350 yards? You know, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, the, the idea is, and, uh, you know, to the extent, here's, here's, here's when I watch Tulane. I watch Tulane against Ole Miss, right? I, I watch almost all of that game. Beyond that, I haven't seen much of Tulane. I've looked at their box scores. I saw they struggled against UAB, right? Um, they obviously have, and then if you look at the numbers, they have a very good defensive front. They do appear to be vulnerable through the air. It does seem like a reasonable opportunity for Seth Hemingway. I, I think to the extent that, you know, be, beyond that, I can't break it down, but I do – I think that that feels correct. That bit of analysis. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I'll just be interested to see, like you know, because people co- sort of come into the year with that idea. I'll just be interested to see if you, um, you know, and, and like I, I think the the difficulty, right? The difficulty is, all right, let's Memphis wins. Memphis gets back to you know their status as a you know New Year's Day you know threat every single year. It's like okay, and and, and that's great. I, I hope that happens. It's like, but it, you know, what sort of comes after that you know i think that's sort of the i don't think i don't think any ha- i mean oh well i mean obviously we all hope that someday they get into another conference but i mean in- I inevitably think, and invariably i, I, I guess think, the playoff changing you know yeah, if you get, you know i mean yeah, now. Yeah, in the end you get into the playoff but here's the truth memphis is probably never going to be a really in terms of like a national championship conversation Memphis is never going to be in that conversation. Like, there's nothing that has to happen after that. You have a credible, entertaining football program, the end. Just like uh, Arkansas, honestly. You know, like, just like – and here's, here's the other little thing that's happened this year is you look at the, the teams from the American Athletic Conference that have made it to the other side, they're getting their ass kicked. <laughs> like, how much fun is in Houston right now? Like, I'm not saying you wouldn't rather be them. Of course you would honestly, for basketball as much as anything else. And you'd rather get the check, and, and who knows, they can build from there. But the truth of the matter is, is that Houston is probably never going to be nationally relevant as a football program. Uh, UCF, Cincinnati are probably never going to be nationally relevant any more than Cal or Stanford or, like, like forget, you know, whatever, are nationally relevant. Or, or uh, you know, Wake Forest. They're not nationally relevant football programs. They're not making the playoffs. They're not... Like, they're just playing football every fall, and people have a good time watching them, and then they understand that in the end it's going to be Alabama and Georgia and whatever else. It does so happen that in basketball in Memphis, 
you can dream differently. It doesn't happen very often that you're a legit national contender, but it has happened, and it can happen again. And so, therefore, we look at that program differently, um, both because you know, because because basketball is structured differently, and because Memphis has a greater capacity to, to win at that in basketball. But beyond that, like nothing happens. It's just fine. You're just playing football, and people are enjoying it. Um, like that's it. There is no great rainbow prize at the end. Uh, in which you are, you know, seated third in the seated third in the playoffs. Uh, I got to hand it to the Memphis Athletic Department. Like they're trying to do everything in their power to get you out there on Friday night. Whether it's the, you know, the the, the free parking at Toby or the the wrestling night and they're bringing. It's not just Lawler like Coco Beware and Jimmy Hart and everything else are going to be out there. And you've got Silverfield buying tickets. And and I guess I point that out because you know at, at, we have at different times asked the question whether Laird Veach, whether that athletic department is doing enough, albeit, you know, strapped, don't have the resources of the Power Fives and everything else. But, I mean, they've gone outside the box on this one. They've even got a Zips car wash koozie you can get at 430. Like, they've thrown everything they can at trying to make this as big as possible. I got I mean, I got to tip the cap to them. I mean, that's, that's the job, right? Think outside the box, get people excited. Looks like they're doing everything they can. I think they've understood that that's the, you know, that, that in the end. You have to. You have to like, and even with basketball, there used to be an assumption that all you had to do with basketball is just, you know, you're right. Open up, open the doors, and people would show up. And now, I think it was this week. Did it? Was it announced? We got an email about the three game pack. Yep, yep that's and what. And then there's yep. then there's this other ticket that you can buy where you you sit at different places in a different game all through the year. On, right. Yeah, depending on throughout the year, like a hundred percent. Like they have realized that they have to be creative. That's that they're true. fighting for. Very limited dollars in the city against, um, uh, you know, against all kinds of uh, competition, including including the Grizzlies. It is funny though, because Memphis has spoiled. I was just on the Memphis. I was just looking at the Memphis football page, and there was someone on there who said, "I I was I was lucky enough that someone gave me two tickets to the game." Uh, they said, and that, that's great. They said, but they're in row seventy. And I don't want to sit in row 70. Can I trade these two tickets? Does anyone have lower tickets? <laughs> and I'm like, well, this is, a, this is a gift horse in the mouth. They're literally, we're given two free tickets. Wow. And now they're saying, I'd like to trade my two free tickets for two lower tickets. We are kind of spoiled in this, um, in the, in this, in this market, you know, whether it comes to parking or whatever it is or how much tickets should cost. But no, I a hundred percent, I commend them for being creative you know, starting with the with the you know buy one, and as long as we keep winning at home, yep, that's a- you continue to get a free ticket. Um, now, not that many people took them up on that, but the people who did take them up on it, it's a big Friday, by the way. You know, you win this one, looks like clear sailing for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be favored in every single game the rest of the way. What do you uh, have? What do you think of Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, though? Ooh, it's tough. I had to take a day off yesterday. Conflicted to, 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 to ponder that they've yeah. been separated since 2016. I know, allegedly. And I had a. What do you mean allegedly? Well, did Will know that, or did he just find out yesterday? He knows, but he didn't know it was going to go public. Why? Why wouldn't you? If you'd been separated since 2016, why wouldn't you tell people that you'd been separated since 2016? And what does that mean, by the way? If we look back at the slap. Like, does that change how we view the slap? Yes. Was there something else going on in Will's head when he is 
like he's quote unquote defending the honor of his woman, but she well, wasn't even his woman at that point. It, it validates Chris Rock even more. It gives him more material. Like, man, what if, you know, who, look at who you're defending coming up here and slapping me, right? Somebody that's not even, you're not even technically married to, and you made this case. That's my wife. You know, it, so it validates him even more. And then just for Will, man, it's like, what are you protecting? Not, not, a, not a real marriage at this point, you know, going up there and defending her honor. So it's a. It is it, funny it's, that it it's popped awful. up. The only reason it popped up is because she is a book selling out. a book. Yes, she has a book. So out. I'm, I'm so, assuming yeah. he, he knew that she. But come on, she talked about the, the, the affair and the guy's been named. I mean, she has just embarrassed him at every turn, man. I don't, I don't get it at this point. Yeah. Yeah, like it's well, more pain than anything. Uh, there, there, than a marriage there, convenience. There has been the some, part that I, the oh. part that I thought. I'm sorry, John. The part that I thought actually resonated with me when I was reading the story was, she said at some point, she said we realized, or stopped. We were not. The, the, the other person wasn't sort of the fantasy partner who we imagined them to be. It, it, Will know? Smith was never that for her. She wanted Tupac. I mean, she knew that from the beginning. Well, I, I, I'm not familiar with she. I, I, I see this as now this is deeper, deeper in the knowledge than I, I knew. In, but in the Jada lore. I think you often look, particularly when you're a young, in a young marriage, you look at your partner to be like, now this is going to create happiness for me, right? They have to be the source of all happiness. And she just realized, like, they each realized, it sounds like what she was saying, that we couldn't, you know, we, that, that's, we can't be that for each other. But she wanted Tupac, is that true? Yeah, she loved Tupac. Everybody knows that. Well, she can't have Tupac. I hate to break this to her. Well, nah, she can't. But she like she goes for all like the hip hop, you know. As you know, August Alsina, you know, uh, she's that's you know she just she just uses and abuses well. It's just really been sad to see. Yes. Now I do want to get your thoughts on uh-huh. some news that is breaking. Uh, yep. No Bill Street Music Fest this year. That's been canceled. It's a victim of cancel culture. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a, it, we're going to go with the autumn wind. The, uh, the Raiders kill another one. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, yes. So wait, uh, so the barbecue fest is moving and yes. the music fest is being canceled? It's being, as they're saying, suspended for 2024, yes. That's too bad. Uh, I feel, I feel like that's too bad. Like, that's Wol- my reaction. Wolken tweeted, this is kind of unimaginable. And I want to say to him, not really. Uh, it's no, not that unimaginable. It's pretty imaginable, frankly, if you know anything about what's going on. I mean, COVID killed it. People in Memphis didn't go to this thing for the most part anyway. It suffered record financial losses the last Losing two years. Money. Yeah. I mean, they don't get good acts anymore. It felt like it hasn't been, uh, in the end, it hasn't been particularly. I mean, I, this, is not, this is not, I hate to say this, my area of expertise. Yes. People have not really been been no, all over themselves exactly. about the lineups. Um, the music festival world is different than it was when they, it was first created. Here's here's the thing: there will be other music festivals, and I suspect there will be more music festivals on the river. Right? Yep. In other words, like like what's happened? What, what we also like as it's quote unquote dying, we've had other music festivals spring up. Right. Yeah, like so the uh, like the like the Mempo, the Mempo, right? yeah, yeah. and yeah, and so uh, you know, Gonerfest, Mempo, like other yeah. other music festivals have cropped up. I'm not right. saying it rivals this one. Right, 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 right. Like, I think there will be another music festival on the river. There will not be. There um, will not be another Beale Street Music Fest. There will. You no, know, I I didn't say that. I said another music festival oh, on the be, river. Sure, there'll be, but yeah. it won't be. There will it be won't music be festivals on the river. You know what it feels like to me, though. Paul Memphis Madness. Paul Young will fix it. 
these teams, these these entities have just hate each other so much. You know, the 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 riverfront people and the and and the and the you know and the Beale Street whatever the Memphis and May folks. It, it almost feels like no one actually wants to find a solution. You know. Yeah, you gotta um, let you gotta put it down like an old dog. You just gotta you know because every year what we do, our favorite tradition is just crapping all over the Bill Street Music Fest lineup. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, y'all I mean, never like, like it. Yeah, yeah, because y'all don't spend what you have to spend to get relevant acts. You know, I mean, Man. y'all y'all book like uh, they had Cardi B up in here a couple years ago. Yeah, that was like five years ago though. That was 2018 or 19. I thought it was a couple of years. She's on top. Yeah, that Cardi was B. then. Yeah, y'all y'all never went out and got like uh, you know what I'm saying. Uh, uh, earth, wind, I, and fire. I can't. I can't be. I, I, this is not something that I can speak about. And tell you know. You know. Are you worried about you're losing your position in Paul Young's cabinet if you go too deep into it, or what? I heard you really like. No. I, listen. I. I don't. I, I, I was unimpressed by the, the by seventeen people running for mayor in Memphis and by someone getting twenty. You know, fewer than twenty five thousand votes. I'm mostly thought it was a ridiculous system that we have. And, um, you know, and I, I'd go to the debates and it wasn't like, my God, there is a compelling candidate here who I love. Right. That's, that's no. But um, then I went and covered the Paul Young thing and um, listened to hear what he had to say. And, yes, he was optimistic and full of energy. And I think he, he checks a lot of boxes. He seems smart. He seems like he has a background that would set him up for success. Um, if you read his interview with Sam Hardiman in the Daily Memphian today, I don't know how you can't come away impressed by that interview. On the other hand, I was impressed by Derek Dooley's opening press conference too. You know, <laughs> he, you he did love Derek awful. Dooley. You did. You were a big so, fan. So he won the press conference, right? Like Paul Young won the press conference, and I think has a lot of things to, to going for him. But I think it's a really hard job, and you know, he's got. Uh, it almost it may be an impossible job, but a really hard job. And I don't know him well enough to know that he will be a smashing success. I am choosing to be optimistic because I think we need a little optimism. And because I think if you pay attention to what he says and whatever, there's some reason for optimism. But that's basically as far as it goes. John's trying to cast me as being some. No, I'm trying to cast you. I mean, you're, I'm not trying to cast you. Sort of it's a lot of everybody knows that you. Campaign. I never wrote a column or endorsed Paul Young you or said he's great. I never urged people to vote for you're him. You're on the I payroll. Never, yeah. <laughs> John is making me out to be on the Paul Young payroll. I'm choosing <laughs> to be optimistic about him in the same way that, honestly, every single Memphis coach who's ever been hired, even freaking Tubby, I tried to be optimistic about. I wrote a up from that first press conference when he couldn't name who was the recruit he couldn't name. Well, first uh, of all, he was doing the gun thing, right? Yeah, he was, he was doing a, salute. Yeah, and then he he didn't and know. Then he uh, name I don't, yeah, from Chicago. What was, was that guy? Charlie oh, Moore. God. Charlie Moore. Oh, Charlie oh. Moore. He well, like, uh, Charlie Brown. I'll probably call Charlie Brown. I wrote a column hey. after that saying, "Hey, well, yes, this yes. you know, guys are." National championship, like you, you just so yeah. I Good try to fit. be upbeat about everything. No question. At You're least the best. until until facts suggest that's right. That there's no reason to be. Why not? Why not? Thanks, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. See ya. Yep. Oh yeah, I'll get around to calling downtown, Charlie Brown. Well, hello there. Real Come on soon. and get some, Tyler.
Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was Those about, were the days. Those were the days. Oh, who? Penny Hardaway? Well, he, I remember him. Then Jarvis asked me going to be on the staff. I remember Penny Hardaway. Or might might he be? In the 1973 Final Four. Stop. Well, <laughs> All right, uh, we'll come back. But before we do that, speaking of great players, you want to be one? You want to make your son or daughter into one? Take them out to shoot 360. It's right here in the Memphis area. That's how you start it. Got to get that drill work in first. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Shooting drills, dribbling drills, passing drills. All of these things are going to go into making your son or daughter a great basketball player, a better basketball player. It's the same technology that you're going to see in the Golden State practice facility. Lots of NBA teams around the league are using this technology. It's going to get better at the game basketball. Going to have fun doing it. 85 Market Center Drive in Kyrie. Yep, you'll be blown away as soon as you see the technology. It's not just the goals with that technology. They've got massive interactive video boards that help you too can mimic those combo moves you see on the screen, you get real-time feedback. That's how they do it out at Shoot360. We like to call it the future basketball training in Memphis. The thing is, the future is happening right now. Go see them at 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.